Body Secrets, but my goal is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, a whole bunch of other things, a whole bunch of tips, a whole bunch of everything to help you guys be more successful on your fitness journey. And today, I got a lot of passion, I got a lot of fire, and I got a lot of thoughts. And I've actually had my own very stressful, emotional weekend um, where I'm going through a lot of ups and downs in my mood. And, and honestly, I'll be fully transparent with you guys all. I have been dealing with a ton of bouts of stress, anxiety, depression, kind of in this crazy rotation. And, and I do have these times in my life throughout my, you know, throughout the year. And I just have to learn how to, how to kind of handle them, how to cope with them. And as I will often remind all of my clients, it's not about the stressors. It's not about life. It's about learning how to be less reactive and emotional to it. And I say all that to you guys today, because today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about two things, quitting and cheating and how they relate to your results um, in terms of your body composition, your fitness, your health, and all of those things. And I started thinking about this because I was really reflecting on how unbelievably personally I take my job. And I say that because not because I'm like, I take it personally from an insulting factor, but that I really do hang up a lot of my own self-worth on how I can help my clients get where they want to get to. And I've had to learn over the years that it doesn't matter how much I want something for somebody that they have to be the one that wants it for them more. And that all I can do is guide them and that I never am the person that's going to do it for them, that they have to be the one that's going to do the work. And that is a very hard thing to do because once again, it's, it's the whole circle of control and that's something that I can't control. And it does definitely sometimes make me feel sad it makes me feel sad because I want every single person to believe enough in themselves to not fucking quit, to say, I'm not going to stop at this, no matter how many times I fall off, no matter how many times I struggle, no matter if I have to spend the next five, 10, 20 years at this pursuit, I know that I will die a better person by never giving up because that means that my entire life, I have spent working on this pursuit of self-development self-improvement and increasing my self-worth. Now, the flip side of that is that people constantly want to beat themselves up over and over again. And, and they have this negative persona or this negative thought about what it feels, what, what struggle actually means and what it feels to not be able to, to do something right. That suddenly that's a reflection as a bad person. And that is not the case. That is absolutely not the case. Working hard is hard. <laughs> it is not easy to do things that you're not used to doing. It is not easy to step out of your comfort zone. I think there was an Instagram real thing that I happened to be flipping the other day. It was like talking about, they don't call it the comfort reason for no reason. It's comfortable. And we are always going to want to deflect to what we know we feel comfortable in. We feel safe. Because that's all the comfort zone is, is it's a way for you to protect yourself your mind, your body, your everything from, from the external pressures, the external fears, the, the things that are going to risk danger. You know, we see mental stressors just as dangerous in a lot of ways as physical stressors. So our body is always trying to fight off that fear of the, the 
uncomfortable danger that lives on the other side of our comfort zone. I know I'm getting a little wordy because I, like I said, I, I got a lot of fire today because I want to talk to you guys about quitting. So why do people quit? Why do we quit? Well, I'm going to be honest. I think that there's a couple of reasons why people quit. And I'm going to talk to you. And I was thinking about this a lot this morning when I was working out actually is why people don't quit is what I was really thinking about in my workout. Cause I'm always about not using the word don't, but trying to find that positive action, not the negative thing we're trying to prevent anyways. So I think what I was recognizing as I was working out, when I was continuing to move, despite actually feeling like I was in a place of difficulty, uh, was why I was keeping going and why somebody else might stop right then and there. And I think it comes down to when effort starts to set in and things get a little bit difficult, there are a couple of thoughts that start to pop in our head. One is expectations of Am I going to be able to maintain this? Can I keep going? Am I going to be able to finish this? Uh, and the discomfort of what you're feeling is it's kind of scary. And you kind of don't know the, the stress is kind of, it's kind of hard. Like, you know, all you have to do is stop and that pain goes away. However, on the flip side of things, the people that don't quit have been conditioned to understand that if you sit in that discomfort and you keep going, you build a little tougher skin. You get a little stronger. That's how progressive overload happens in all areas of life, not even just in strength training. In all areas, it's, it's flexing that, that little bit of whatever they want to call it. I don't even want to use the word willpower that you're just getting a little stronger by pushing when you're a little afraid of pushing because it hurts. So people quit because of one, that feeling of discomfort starts to hurt and they want to go back to where they were comfortable. But where they were comfortable is also where they were trying to get the fuck out of before. They want to get out of there. They don't, they don't want to be overweight. They don't want to be unhappy with how they look and feel. They don't want to hear the doctors screaming at them about all these medical conditions that they're dealing with, all these medications they're going to have to pay for. They don't want any of that. But when they realize that they also are going to have to do things that they don't want to do, they don't want to do that either. And the other place is a lot more comfortable. So that's one of the reasons why people quit. And it's why when people are motivated, it's usually when it's not hurting. <laughs> it's when things are great. It's you just finished Christmas and it's New Year's Day and everything is great. I'm totally ready for the new year and to lose 20 pounds this season. It feels great because you're not in any pain. It's really comfortable. And then all of a sudden it gets a little uncomfortable. And then you're like, go back to my comfort zone. And the other thing I mentioned was that expectations. Expectations, I think one thing is once you achieve a level of, ex of success. So, so here's the example I'm going to give you this morning. And kind of, as I'm going, talking myself through this is this morning, my workout was an aerobic piece. And I actually posted on my Instagram today and it was, um, 20 for calories for men, 16 calories for ladies. Uh, you go 16 calorie skier, 16 calorie biker, 16 calorie rower, and then you rest until the four minute mark. So you'll complete one round of that for 10 rounds, starting a new round every four minutes. So if you're a CrossFitter, 
you're probably like, oh shit, that's going to be kind of painful. Right. Yeah. So if I didn't have an every four minute time domain, I could have done 10 rounds for time and I could have coasted through a lot more comfortably. However, I would not have gotten that stress adaptation that I needed to see what I was capable of. And I wasn't trying to PR any of those things today, but I wanted to see fitness wise, if I could maintain an interval time for those 10 rounds. So I started off at a pace that was a little bit safe. Okay. Got a long way to go. There's going to be two reasons I'm going to talk to you guys about this long way to go thing. So start off with a little bit of a conservative pace. I knew that I could maintain those calories on the minute. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to cruise for about 50 seconds or so at each station. Just a little transition time. I think my first round was 246. Second round, 246. Third round, 243. Fourth round, 239. Around the fourth round, I settled in from 239 to or four through eight. I was around 239 to 237. I think I had one round in there that was like 240. Just I think the rower didn't turn on or something like that. I just coasted towards the end that got really freaking hard. Not to where I was like, Oh my God, panicking, but I was like, Oh, my efforts getting a little bit more. I'm having to push a little harder. So I tell you this because in the beginning I set the tone for the workout and the expectation in my head as somebody who does not want to quit was I was not going to go slower than my first round. So I started off at a pace that I knew I was comfortable and confident in. And it was still uncomfortable, but the goal was to keep going. And I say this because it's the expectation that I'm trying to get you guys to understand is that that expectation in myself, my mindset was I'm not going backwards. A lot of people quit because of that expectation. And it comes down to they usually started off entirely too aggressive. And the amount of stress that they're putting on themselves is not sustainable long term. So, why do people quit? One, it's not comfortable. Two, they go out too hard. And the expectations of being able to maintain that is not realistic for them. It's super hard for people to understand that the long game is the fast game. That finding the sweet spot of difficulty and comfort is important. Because at no point in those 10 rounds was I comfortable. I was working hard, except for maybe during the rest period, I was, I was even a little bit not comfortable then because I was thinking about that next workout or that next piece. But if you set a tone that is so high in your head and a place that you want to get to. So for instance, if I was like, I'm going to try and get every single round under 2.30, I know that that's doable for me. Was that maintainable today? I don't think so. I really don't. Have I done those intervals under 2.30? I think I have actually. But today, I didn't have that. So I want to tie this into why I'm talking about this today. Because a lot of people out there 
get really comfortable doing the same thing over and over again. And we convince ourselves that we're doing the right thing for ourselves. And in many times there are some benefits of that, right? Maybe it's a mood boost throughout the day. Maybe it's, you know, like working out for a lot of people working out is a mental health thing. For me, it's definitely a mental health thing. If I don't work out, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> um, but if the goal is to just stay the same, then you have to accept that your comfort zone is going to keep you in your comfort zone. You're never going to reach that new until you step out of that comfort zone. And there is nothing easy about change. Now, what I also want to say is that it should never be so hard that you feel like a failure from day one. However, make sure it's not the program being sent to you that's hard, that it's not your own expectations and perceptions of what's meant to be done. So here's another example. I have a very thorough nutrition program, very thorough. From start to finish, my clients are taught everything. I want them to understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, and the longevity piece of what I teach is that I don't want people to ever regain weight because I know it's hard to lose weight. I know it's hard to commit to change. And my goal is that when they leave me, they are in a better place than when they started with me, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, fitness-wise, all that stuff. So, however, a lot of people that start with me, the very first week, all I want you to do is keep your food journal. It's all I care about. Most people start focusing on the nutrition guide. What about meal timing? What about macros? What about my exercise? What about, should I be tracking my workouts? What about these foods? All that stuff is relevant, but the number one thing is tracking the food. And some clients come Monday, following week after we start up, have only tracked twice, but they're more worried about all that other stuff. If you focus on the most important thing, that's effort, don't get me wrong, but distraction sets in. So problems with people that are trying to achieve goals and helping you guys overcome this desire to quit is number one, Give yourself focused tasks. Give yourself something that is going to take effort, but you have focused direction on it. So for instance, simple task of tracking your food. Don't care what you eat. I'm not telling you to, to, to practice willpower around cookies. I'm not telling you to give up your morning latte. I just want you to actually be accountable to tracking it. Because guess what? I know that that's already going to create changes because people are going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't realize how many carbs were in my latte. They're probably going to buy the Americano next time. Things like that start to change. And before you know it, I add on the next step. So great. You're tracking your food. Awesome. Let's take, take a 
take a look at what you're tracking. Your breakfast is super high in carbs, but there's not a lot of protein in it. And you're probably getting hungrier on 10 o'clock because all you're having is a latte. I don't get hungry in the morning. Okay, let's look at your night before. Oh yeah, I have a nighttime snacking habit. Okay, let's look at those snacks. Now we have data and we could change it. Guess what the next step is? Let's take a look at how to build some meals and some snacks that are gonna make you feel more satisfied throughout the day. That you're no longer gonna beat yourself up for nighttime eating. That you're not gonna wake up not hungry, only to be hungry at 10 a.m. and be in the middle of a meeting and can't concentrate. We're gonna fix all that. Comes down to one step at a time. So I know I'm kind of going into some strategies to help you guys from preventing quitting, but I wanna keep this focus on the main topic is why we quit. So I already talked about two main things, okay? Expectations and the effort, okay? The last thing that I wanna talk about with quitting is belief. We, and it goes back into expectations and effort. Things get hard, fuck this shit, can't do it. The expectations of where we wanna be, never gonna happen. So belief sets in. I've always been this way. Every time I'm around these foods, this happens. I can't say no to alcohol. I can't, I can't get into a consistent routine. My life is too crazy. We live in the stories and the beliefs of our past experiences. And until we recognize that the only way to change that is to say, hey, I'm going to do today just a little bit differently than I did yesterday. And I'm not looking to be perfect today. I'm looking to take one step forward. And that's going to bring me to the next thing that I want to talk to you guys about in my experience morning, my workout. What keeps people from quitting at some point? And I talked to a client about this yesterday um, who has going, she was going away and talking about like just being around alcohol and drinks and family and friends and how it's just, you know, it's very common in, in that she's always, when she's in that experience, she's going to eat and drink and things like that. I said to her, yeah, I, I remember that. There was a time in my life where that was me. And then there was a time in my life when I recognized that I'm actually in control of that and that maybe I don't want to do that anymore. And I changed those beliefs and it didn't take that much time. It actually didn't require that much effort. It just required me one day saying no. And then that got a little bit easier. And soon I was able to say no a little bit more often. But going back to my workout analogy today is it was a 10 round workout and I set the pace and I got faster. Why do people keep going? Why didn't I just pull back? Because some people slow down. Some people are like, they'll go to five rounds. They're like, I'm good. I'm good after five rounds. That was hard enough. They started working like, this is a little too hard. Some people, when they feel that discomfort, they want it to feel more comfortable. Other people chase that discomfort because it's not comfortable to not succeed. And that's a whole other level of expectation about why people quit. And what I mean by that is, once I, once I said to myself, my first round was 246. My second round was 246. 
when I hit that third round at 242, I was like, oh shit. I hope I don't go slower. And guess what that did? It made me go faster. My next round was 239, 239, 238, 237. I was pushing harder because I was afraid of going backwards. And this ties very much into why if you truly care about making changes to your body, you will develop that mindset. If you value yourself and you are really, really, really proud of the hard work you're putting in every day, you start to fear that same thing. You start to say, I want that, but I want this more. I've worked really hard to get here. I'm scared of going backwards. I don't want to go backwards. And this transpires into a number of places in my life. There was a time in my life where I was eating a very restrictive diet, call it paleo, call it zone, call it whatever. And I thought I was doing the right thing for myself because I was told this is like the best performance diet. And I wanted to be an athlete. And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna do it. I just came out of starving myself for the last six or seven years. Why not do a diet where I can eat as much as I want, as long as they're paleo foods, right? But then I was binging, <laughs> binging on almond butter, like a jar of almond butter. And then when that wasn't satisfying, I'd give and have the cookie. And then I'd have two more cookies and then 12 cookies and then 30 cookies. Then I felt like shit about myself. <laughs> so when I got back to doing what I knew was right and I learned how to fuel my body for the sport that I was playing now, that went away. And for a while, I was scared to eat those foods because I was scared of going backwards. I didn't want to go back to that. I didn't want to resort to those habits because I recognized how much better I feel physically and emotionally. And people really don't understand the emotional aspect of how we feel and how our actions are in line with that, right? Thinking about how we give into food when we feel guilty about it for two days afterwards and we restrict ourselves. Is that really good for us? Not just from a physical perspective of this food being quality or quantity, but from a mental perspective is how is it making me mentally feel about myself? If for two days, I'm going to beat myself up and starve myself. Is that really a food that I want to be eating? So if you want to quit, quit, if you want to stop quitting, you have to start to become so proud of who you're becoming, of the changes you're making, of the positive things that are happening in your life that you don't want to freaking quit. You don't want to go backwards. And that does sometimes make people want to quit. Because it's hard. There's days where you're like, man, I'm tired. But the people that recognize that every day doesn't have to be perfect and that we're going to have some days where things don't feel great are the ones that keep going. They keep making progress. And they keep living their life. And every season when they've had a difficult time and they get through it and it might not have been perfect, they're like, man, I, I crushed that shit. Because it's not about the results. It really isn't. So. All of this ties into why do we quit? Why do we quit? I went over a lot of things. I think the main reason why people quit is because they expect that the end result is going to make them happy. And then they realize that all the things that they have to do to get the end result 
are going to require them to let go of their comfort zone of where they're currently at of their current situation and that's not always easy and people can talk about oh well, i've got too much going on i've got stress i've got life i've got these things guys none of those things are ever going to end there's never going to be a time in your life when you're not going to have a birthday you're not going to have a stressful time it's just life is unpredictable so if if you're waiting for a perfect time for a perfect time you're going to quit if you're the person that's waiting until the vacation's over you're going to quit if you're the person that wants to learn how to have a vacation and have the body you want you're likely going to do the right thing because they do coexist in many people's lives i was going to talk about cheating today but i feel really empowered just to stand this quitting factor because it's been on my heart it's been on my mind because i like i said in the beginning i want nothing more and for every person that reaches out to me to know that I want them to be better. If I have one conversation with you, if I have five conversations with you, if I have 10 conversations with you, that every person that I talk to, I want you to leave me better. And I know that I can't always do that, right? My energy is finite as well. And there's going to be days where I'm not perfect, but I'm still going to try my best. So if I can leave you guys with anything today, if you've quit on yourself, it's okay. As long as you promise that you're going to keep trying until you get what you want to get. That's it, guys.